Welcome to We Fixed Real Estate, another podcast brought to you by Ariva.com. I am here today with Fred Glick. Say hi, Fred. Hi, Fred. And Todd Shear. Say hi, Todd. Hello. Todd is with us. He is with a company called Fleck, and it is really awesome. I cannot wait for us to share everything about this. Todd, do you want to start us off and give a brief pitch summary of what Fleck can do? Sure. Um, I, I think at the heart of it, um, you know, Fleck is about providing access, but it's also about, you know, kind of making ultimately home ownership as a service. Uh, for us, you know, we look at this as, uh, you know, again, whether it's, you know, kind of truly an ESG um, opportunity or not, we'd leave that for other people to kind of determine. But I mean, a recent Federal Reserve study of the St. Louis Fed, um, you know, suggested that 31 million of the 43 million renter households in the U.S. would rather be owners, right? And that, that pretty much coincides with every study ever done about, you know, renters that they want to be somewhere between, you know, 68 and 75% of them always would rather be owners, right? Uh, but an increasing amount of those people, um, this has become, you know, it's becoming less and less of a choice. Uh, more and more are locked out by, you know, kind of the high down payment required by a mortgage, the difficulty in getting uh, getting a mortgage, so the high bar to that, uh, as well as just simply the high frictional costs of buying and selling a home uh, get in the way of you know many people. A lot of people don't realize that you know their closing costs are going to be you know another five to eight or more percent depending on where they're going to live. Right. Uh, so Fleck is designed to basically allow these people to get into home ownership. Uh, we combine what we think are the best features of renting with the best features of home ownership. Uh, you move into the home, you are allowed to decorate, have pets, uh, basically treat the home as if it was, you know, kind of a tr- typical ownership situation. Uh, but instead of a 30 year horizon, uh, our horizons as short as three years or can be infinite in nature. And that, um, you know, there's no prescriptive or time frame requiring people to fully buy the home um, from Fleck. Uh, they start as a partial owner day one. Um, and can grow that over time, but at their own pace. Uh, so there's no pressure to continue to add on um, as long as they continue to rent uh, from Fleck. They are uh, welcome to stay and continue to uh, to lease with us. That's really interesting. Fred, What? how did you get to know Todd? How did you hear about this? This is amazing. <laughs> Found him on something, somewhere on the way. Oh, it was from Inman. That's right. Yeah, it was an art Inman article, right? Inman article. Okay, so I'm going to fight you a little bit because uh, I started thinking about this, and it's like, well, wait a second. Okay, so I'm I'm a person with a vanilla salary. I got no money in the bank, but I want to buy in an area that I can get a seller credit for all my closing costs. I can get a hundred percent mortgage from from say a bank. BA is doing 97. I, I know I can get 97, but 97, but they'll give me a grant for 3% if I stay in the place for five years. So it's not going to cost me any money to get into the property. Um, and I'm paying a 30-year fixed rate, I don't know, with it, PMI under, under 4% in total for whichever program I go to. So the question is, why should I go to your program when that's available? Sure. So I'm happy to answer the question, but I'll also push back a little bit on the number of people that are able to get those grants and qualify for no down payments and everything else. Uh, Most of those programs have 
you know, three, four, five-year waiting list to actually qualify for those grants in a lot of places. But beyond that, right? So let's let's assume that grant money was available for anybody. Why you would take on, uh, you know, kind of coming in with flack is that we offer things that you can't get with a mortgage, right? So in addition to you know, kind of the the option to you know add equity over time, you have rent. Uh, but within our program, we use an IRS structure called a shared equity financing agreement, which means that you only have to pay rent on the portion of the home you don't own. So as you buy more of your home, your rent decreases um, and your ownership expenses increase. So if you own, say, 5% of the home day one with Fleck, you're only paying 5% of the homeowner's insurance. You're only paying 5% of the taxes. You're only percent of paying 5% of the repairs and maintenance, right? So you know when you think about a mortgage, yes, you can get a mortgage, but all of that is then on you. Right. It's also all on you to find a plumber, electrician, contractor, whatever it is, when it comes time for you to get a mortgage. With FLEC, we offer things uh, that you can't get with the mortgage because we offer a partnership. And so one of those things is we offer a service that we call closings from the couch. Um, and basically, this is designed to take the fear out of home ownership, especially for first-time home buyers or people that may not you know, fully understand what's going on. So with Fleck, you'll still pay some of the due diligence costs that you pay with a mortgage. So when it comes time to order an appraisal, yes, you're going to pay for that. When it comes time to get a home inspection, you're going to pay for that as well. But we're going to schedule that and we're going to have the people that we use on a routine basis to go out and do those things. So we can actually get economies of scale that you can't get on a, just a mortgage one-off transaction, right? Our home inspectors know exactly what we're looking for. They know exactly what to look for for to make sure our homes are quote unquote in move-in condition, which all our homes need to be in. And we get them at a much lower rate than you're going to get by booking one home transaction every year. Additionally, when it comes time to those, those uh, closing costs that you're talking about financing into that, um, you know, all of the homeowners insurance transfer costs, uh, title insurance. If we own 95% of the home day one, we're going to pay 95% of those closing costs. So no need to refinance them in or add to the loan that you've, you know, that you're bulking up. And that partnership doesn't end just at the beginning when we, you know, help you get into the pro into the property. Uh, while you're in a FLEC property, while you're in an alliance, that's what we call our product. We offer what we call concierge home ownership. Um, okay, fair enough. It's a dressed up name to talk about property management services. But when the pipe breaks. Right, so 2015, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody's um, come up with a better name, though. Well, at, you know, we're open. So feel free. We, we will take anything. You all are. You find something better. <laughs> um, but the point being, when the pipe breaks at two in the morning, you're not on Yelp or Angie's List or wherever it is you might be to find a plumber. You're calling the property manager. They're sending people out. And with us, it's, a, it's still a little bit different, right? Because, you know, we own 95% of the home, so we want the repair to be done right. We're going to pay 95% of that cost as long as the damage wasn't willful or negligently done. So we want to also get, you know, the lowest cost guy out there. So we want to get best athletes, lowest cost. Gotcha. The other thing, you know, about right. your mortgage at the end of the term, you know, we have a three-year lease to start. Um, you can end it at the end of three years. You can you have the right to sell the home just like you would with a mortgage. Um, you also you know, could come to the end of the three years and we might buy you out of your equity if you want to move on. But one of the cool things that we offer, no matter where you are in, in the term, 
is we offer a service called Frictionless Moving. And what that does is basically if you are located in Pittsburgh, which is our initial rollout market, and you need to move across town, across the state to Philadelphia or across the country, whether that be Baltimore, Atlanta, Seattle, L.A., whatever, if you've built up $10,000 in equity in your Pittsburgh home and we can agree on a new alliance with you in your new city, we'll help you find that new home. We'll help you get everything set up. You've just forgot about your Pittsburgh home. We'll rent it. We'll sell it. We'll deal with it. You no longer have an economic interest there and all of your equity rolls to your new home with us. So we actually think of our product as being able to be a life cycle product whereby, you know, you come in, you know, millennial comes in because they want to get a pet, right? So they find a home, they find a significant other and they want a bigger home. Well, they port their equity and they go to a new home with Fleck. You know, they have children or adopt or whatever that may be, look, and they want a bigger home. Um, You know, they do that again. When the kids go off to college and they need to to raise a little bit of, of funds, they have the option to sell equity back to us like a HELOC. So no need to apply again. And when they're going to go downsize in Florida or Arizona or wherever global warming dictates 30 years from now, they're going to be you know, resettling. Um, we can transfer again with them. And depending on the size increase of the property, they're going from one to the next to the next. They might not even have to apply to get into that new home. We just do it. So you don't have to go through that application process every time again. We help you find the home. You move in. You start paying rent there. And again, it's rinse, repeat. And the good news is, is that not only works for people who are having positive life events that we discussed, but if, you know, something negative happens, the economy turns, what have you, and you're no longer, you know, the manager of Walmart, you're the manager of the sporting goods department and you take a pay cut and you need to find a home that's more in line with your new salary, we can actually port your equity to a different home. So you're not foreclosed upon, you didn't have all that affect you. Um, you're literally just ported to that new home and you'll start, you know, in a rental place that you can afford as opposed to going through all the hassle of being evicted or foreclosed upon. Okay. Wow. I'll, I'll give you a break and stop and take a lot. Yeah. Okay. Because cool. I have, I have wrote down four different <laughs> sure. so here's question number one. So even though you own 5% of the house, uh, if you're in an ability to itemize, can you itemize the deduction for real estate taxes on your tax return? So there are limits to what you can do. For instance, um, you know, you can't qualify for a homestead exemption any longer in our program. Um, and we will tell you straight off the top that we are not accountants and you should consult your own tax preparer. But yes, you will get a K-1 at the end of the year and it will have expenses on it that you can potentially deduct on your taxes. The only thing that you cannot deduct on your taxes, and again, I will caveat this, that I'm not a tax lawyer and I'm not providing tax advice. Uh, however, one of the things that seems very clear that you cannot do would be to take depreciation because you're actually living right. in the home. You can't depreciate yeah. the home over there. The other nice thing is it, we will finance this behind the scenes so we can obviously do more properties. If we do a mortgage on the property and we are in our documents allowed to lever that up and you own 5%, even though you have no obligation to pay anything on that mortgage, you are going to get credit for your ownership share of that. I love that. that. So I love you actually, tax deductions. You actually pick up a little bit of a freebie. Not not a big yeah. one, mind you, but no, a little bit. But I keep telling people that if they get a seller credit to pay points or they use my rebate to pay points, mm-hmm. totally tax deductible through the IRS in the year you do it without you paying for it. It's like 
Hello? Free money. Free money. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yes. We okay. understand. Okay. Yeah. Second thing I wrote down, and it's more of a comment rather than a question, um, because we have a service that we use called Repair Pricer, and we'll get them on a podcast later. So uh, click around, guys. Um, where they take the home inspection, termite report, and roof cert and figure out what it'll cost to do all those repairs, which is mm -hmm. a really nice thing to do. I don't know if you have that or do anything like that, especially on a new purchase. You kind of get a, it's like, eh, I don't know. Is it going to be like crazy or are we going to be able to pull this off and then you decide like that? So I don't know if you have anything like that or. So we, we, we don't have exactly that. Um, we do have um, the, the two main vendors that we use. We'll provide that as a service, though, as well. Oh, cool. um, I don't know what uh, product they're using, but it is definitely an automated type, you know, situation. It actually takes 24 hours. So I'm sure they're inputting it. And my guess would be that there's got to be a Marshall and Swift API out there that, you know, because that's. I'm sure it exists. And yeah, and, and look, it's good for us too, right? Is you know the inspector comes in and you know they say this, that, and the other thing needs done. Um, you know, look, it's it's sometimes not so easy just to push back on the home seller and say, you know, well, you know, we want you know we want you to fix all that, right? That takes time. That may be not in our client's best interest to wait to delay to get into the home, but having some idea of what we then can knock off the you know, the price of the home and then do it as we go is, is actually very valuable, obviously. There you go. So I definitely understand the, you know, kind of the, the value add to that service for sure. Yeah. And check repairpricer.com. Really good guy. He's actually a broker in Austin. So oh, cool. yeah. But anyway, all right. Next thing. Um, I think you should change your whole marketing because <laughs> what you, what you actually have, and you might not realize it is you call it, you know, a life cycle and all that, but it's really just, uh, equity line of credit. The house is just a line of credit. It's like, okay, I'm going to pay it down by 5% now. So I get 5% of the advantage, but now my equity grows. I'm in the house 10 years and the things go, the thing is doubled. So yeah, I own 5% of this extra amount, but if I need want to buy more equity or I want them to buy out part of my equity, I didn't do anything to do it. That's fabulous. So it's a line of credit. It really is. Well, it's that as well, right? So yeah. I so I, I hear what you, I, so I agree with you. Um, but the downside of, or the, the the thing that you're that we do is that we do require you to have a certain amount of ownership before you can sell it back. Oh right? sure, sure. So, I, I'm, but you know, I'm just saying say you know, we can't stay and say you have. Again, let's just keep it very simple. Hundred thousand dollar home. You buy five percent. You have five thousand dollars worth of equity. If that goes up to say seven thousand dollars worth of equity or six thousand, whatever that is. You don't necessarily have the right to then liquidate that thousand dollars. You'd actually have to buy more shares and get to, right. I got it. I'm, I'm know, talking about, I, I'm talking about a market appreciation over ten years. Then super jump, different story. Different so story. Correct. Yeah. Okay, and the last question I have at this point is: uh, Will you allow investors? When you say investors, where are we, where are you? So, so I'm sitting here in Palo Alto, and I want to buy an investment property in Pittsburgh. I'll put 10% down. You guys do 90, and we all take the income in. Is that something? Sure. You so, so we offer. We have a real estate fund. 
um, that you can invest in and you will get not just the property that you're asking for, you will get, you know, your share of all the alliances that are invested in over a certain time frame. A portfolio? Uh, a correct have. portfolio. Um, you know, ultimately, we do want to get to the point where, you know, we have, um, you know, a, a something similar to what Roofstock is doing. Uh, just use it that way so that you can invest in properties. Um, I would never put individual properties out there because having had, you know, decades of experience in the mortgage business and buying non-performing mortgages, um, you know, I worry about someone putting in, you know, their life savings, investing in home X, and then that home doesn't pay rent and someone showing up and having some some very bad, um, you know, situations happening, you know, trying to personally collect that rent. Um, but I think you can do it in bundles, you know, smaller bundles so that you can, you know, preserve the anonymity of the, you know, the renter and the home um, and still be able to offer it out in, in that fashion. So we do that. But what do it? I'm sorry, we do it market specific. So we will. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, that, you know, as we think about doing, you know, I'll just call it flex stock here to, you know, to kind of make it to, to us is we would be able to offer it on a national basis, on an MSA basis, on a zip code basis, as we build up enough properties, right? If we only have one property in the zip code, you might only get that one if you're in the MSA or something along those lines. But we'd be able to offer anything you wanted. So if you wanted to target, you know, you liked Pittsburgh, you want to be in Pittsburgh, but not Baltimore, you could do that. If you wanted to be in Pittsburgh and Baltimore, but not Atlanta, you know, we'd be able to carve out um, a variety of different things for you that would you know be able to uh, basically you know control your investment, but to to maybe more directly answer your first question, to be in a Fleck Alliance, it has to be an owner occupied property. So you can't buy it and form an alliance and then rent it out. That's um, what I was going to ask about yeah. Airbnb and so forth. Yeah, we 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 have there's strict prohibitions about doing that, um, and and the reason is simple under the CFA the IRS structure. Um, it has to be owner occupied. Otherwise, we can't do it. We would lose depreciation. So in the future, you know, we might be able to offer it at, you know, for investors, but it would be a much higher, you know, market cap for rent because I'm not allowed to depreciate the property if you do that. How about a second home? You know, same same thing. Well, if it's if it's owner occupied and you're not renting it out and you're not right. using income to justify it, then again, that's going to be deemed to be owner occupied. So it doesn't have to be, you know, the home that you are living in. So if you are fortunate enough that you can, you know, get a beach house as well as your regular home or a ski cabin or whatever that is, as long as it is your property and it is technically owner occupied, i.e. you do not rent it out, then that would still qualify under a CIFA. I have a question. What are most of your clients? What is the credit score rating that you're dealing with? So we see a, a very bifurcated credit base early on. Um, our two main credits of you know types or, or customer types are we get working class families and millennials that you know are having trouble qualifying for you know mortgage due to student debt. So we see some millennials that you know have. Um, you know, great jobs and, you know, whatever, but student debt is keeping them or requiring them to have a much higher down payment. Um, and they can use our product and come into it. Plus for them, you know, our product does it a little bit differently, right? The average person's FICO score falls about 20 points when they get a mortgage, right? Because they've taken on that debt. With us, they actually have an asset day one and that's it. So there is no debt on the process. So, you know, for those kids who are trying to, you know, refinance student loans or want to get a car or something else, 
they get a home to live in with FLAC and it doesn't affect their credit rating. And, you know, unlike a mortgage, but to specifically answer your question, you know, the working class families are in that, you know, 580 to 620 kind of category. I mean, they're they're subprime, um, generally speaking, in nature. And the, you know, the millennials, depending on the amount of student debt, generally get into that, you know, that 620 to maybe 700 type category. Um, and then, you know, we do get a, a wide variety of, you know, kind of everything in between. But it's it's very bifurcated. It's it's very bucketed depending on um, you know the person who's coming in or the type of customer we're seeing. Got it. Probably change per market too. It, it will, and and so we expect that to you know to see. And again, it's really about the you know the customer mix. Also, you know just how much their a, a market is generally comfortable with being first movers, right? Um, you know, you know we we really like Pittsburgh for a lot of reasons. But Pittsburgh really isn't what I would consider to be a first mover market, right? It's not necessarily the the place that you think of, you know, kind of the rollout. But for us, I mean, we really wanted to prove Fleck worked. Uh, Pittsburgh has very high rental cap rates, which is nice for the property investors to start. Um, but on the, you know, kind of the other side of this, I mean, we're launching essentially an affordability product in one of the most affordable markets still in the in the country. So, you know, our viewpoint is if we can do that here, I mean, you know, just think what we do when we go to, you know, Southern California, Seattle, Austin, you know, Denver, some of these other markets that are, you know, significantly less affordable, San Francisco, San Jose, you know, all of that. So you're you're, you're laying out every single one of our markets. (laughs) We know. Yeah, it's true. And where are you headed next? So, uh, so we are going to take advantage. Um, so um, we didn't mention it earlier, but we do have to be licensed real estate brokers in any state that we operate in, um, you know, because we're not lending, but we are conducting uh, real estate activities in the state. So we are licensed in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania has reciprocity with seven different states, um, New York, uh, Maryland, Georgia, Arkansas, Louisiana. Um, so you'll see us, you know, kind of in Maryland and in Georgia very quickly. Um, just you, in Georgia, you can have reciprocity with about 15 other yes. great states. Right. So you can and, and I need to talk to you offline about this because I have a question for you. And maybe sure. an answer. So, yeah. So we will. So we will use that chain. And, uh, yeah, we have some very uh, nice but expensive regulatory attorneys who have, have uh, kind of devised uh, devised us a pathway to uh, to get across the country without really having to bring on people that have the licenses, right? You just don't want to be in a position where I'm reliant on this person to continue to do business in, you know, wherever, where they not may not be your, you know, your, ideal choice of uh, full time job is now doing continuing education. Exactly. He knows all about it. It's uh, it's it's certainly uh, will get a little bit more challenging, and like I said, we've we've just started that the the application for the reciprocity licenses. Um, so we'll be, you know, we hope to be in, uh, you know, Baltimore and Atlanta specifically. Um, you know, I'd love to say in the second quarter, but probably the third quarter um, of this year, be able to offer the product there as well. Another thing about Maryland, because I've tried the reciprocity when I was in Philadelphia, is they literally want you right near the border. And if you're not near the border so that you could go into Maryland and drive and all that, they won't approve you for the reciprocity. So, so 
So uh, yeah, so our lawyers have uh, have have, uh, have have noted that, and uh, you know we're only about ninety minutes from the Maryland border where we're you know we're currently located. So we we technically maintain our uh, Pennsylvania office in a city called Latrobe, Pennsylvania, which is oh, yeah. just outside of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And, yeah, that's not so, close to Maryland, is it? You know, it's only about ninety minutes to uh, to crossing over the border. Yeah, okay. Delaware's got reciprocity too, but and that's that'll be a great market for you. Delaware has been the most flat market in the world. Yeah, and look, that's actually that's actually a little bit preferable to us. Um, you know, one of the one of the reasons why we didn't, you know, immediately jump into one of the you know the high price markets was, you know, obviously with with COVID and everything else, not knowing exactly where real estate values go over the next you know, year or two, we want to be able to have our, you know, real estate investors get good rental caps and not have to worry about continued home price appreciation. I mean, you know, rental caps in Los Angeles are non-existent without home price appreciation, basically. Um, it's ridiculous. You know, I've, you get these calls. I get these calls to these investors. Well, we're, we're looking for a 7% return and we want to buy in California. Just like, hello. Um Maybe there's some place that just had some gunshots, you know, ringing out that maybe you could get something with that kind of return. But no, it's a whole like, different story. Cross your fingers for an earthquake, and that's all we can tell you. Well, yeah. let me my home first. That we're in the process of about to sell. We're actually so I'm actually in Los Angeles now, but we're re- relocating to Pittsburgh. Um, you know, uh, in about three months after my son finishes school, so. We'll, we'll we'll let that earthquake happen after after that. Uh, yeah, it, it's fun. I tell people to read the natu- natural home disaster form that you give with every house, and it's like you're basically going to die just living in California. <laughs> That's what it says. It's yeah. very clear. Yeah. The assumption of risk living yeah. in California you're is going to die. Fire, earthquake. We can't tell you exactly what, but you're going to die. No <laughs> matter bad. where you live, they have it covered. It's no, going to be one or the way, other. There's a natural disaster that's going to get you. Oh, well, that's wonderful. And um, we'll talk more about some other stuff. And, uh, you know, but the, it's a great product. And I wish I had it years ago. Yeah, uh, no, it's, um, it's, you know, it's something that really took a long time to develop and, you know, we have the, you know, my, my partner and I have, you know, over 20 plus years experience in mortgage and real estate finance. And, you know, really you, you need to understand that to really get your mind yeah. around how this product works. And yeah. it, the thing that's been most amazing to me though, is, you know, we, and we do have a significant task educating the client, right? Because it is new, it is different. Um, you know, we do have a true partnership. We do form an LLC with our clients. They buy the home. The LLC buys the home. They technically own the, the company. Um, and, you know, we were worried about people understanding it. But there are so many people out there that have kind of blunted their acts trying to get a mortgage that they actually understand what we're doing only because they understand every, you know, kind of bottleneck they felt along the mortgage process. And they right. understand how we're relieving it, you know, and they kind of get the process that way. And it's been it's been quite surprising that the the educational aspect of what we're doing um, has been a lot lighter um, than what we expected. Just because, like I said, people have, you know, had all these, you know, kind of negative experiences attempting to get into housing and they understand why they can't. And so with us, they they get how we do it. Hence our podcast called We Fixed Real Estate. <laughs> and people are very interested in that because they've had a lot of 
problems and heartache in other areas dealing with agents. One more question I have for you. So are your buyers able to present as a cash buyer? They do. Uh, absolutely. So that's one other you know definite advantage they have, especially in these you know, faster moving markets that we're seeing kind of during COVID. Uh, so yes, they do. New idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. We have people that are, you know, oh, I want to get this house. We're trying to pair them with a real estate agent and it goes contingent before, you know, before nightfall. It's, it's very difficult. Yes. Got to, last market right now. How to get them with an agent before they are even allowed to see anything because it, you're exactly right. I mean, it's, we know it's, it's tough though for us, right? Because we do, we'll do the pre-qualification because we think of it as, you know, a reverse of the process, right? So in the mm-hmm. pre-qualification, we'll tell you how much rent you can afford. And based on the location, we'll tell you how much of a house that will, you know, kind of afford. Right. So, you know, $1,200 worth of rent will equal a $100,000 home, whatever that number is, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times they won't know what they can shop for until they do the pre-qualification. Then they usually spend, you know, 24, 48, 72 hours, whatever it is on Zillow, uh, Trulia, you know, Realtor, whatever their their site du jour is to find homes. And then they come back and want to do the full application. Uh, we don't look to pair them with a real estate agent um, until they've actually done the full, the full pre-approval. So we don't pair them based on a pre-qualification. We actually do the full process because, again, especially in fast-moving markets, I, I mean, you know, real estate agents don't want to deal with you. And understandably, you know, just on a pre-qualification these days, um, you know, especially on a new product and everything else. So you do have to get them pre-approved. And so that does take a little bit of time, but I think it's time. Makes sense. sense. And they should feel as though they're, you know, going to take the time and get it done and that they're really into it. So you want to make sure they're for real. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, You got to also let them know not to do their taxes really quick and go to H&R Block because they got to wait for the K-1. So. I, so, uh, we do. Um, so, so we spent um, about a year and a lot of money that I won't share with you <laughs> in front of the SEC and the CFPB to get everything done. You know, that these are not securities, the units of the LLCs that, you know, right. with the CFPB, this is where we do expect you regulate us. This is not something we think you can regulate us on. Um, we spent a lot of time and we have disclosures designed basically be, based on all of those meetings. And so, so you will have a series of disclosures with us. And on the, and on the, uh, the, the, the first thing on one of the disclosures is you will now get a K-1. You may not be able to file a 1040 A's easy going. It's, it's definitely something that we've, that we that we're aware of and have thought about. So too funny that you brought that up. Gotcha. Gotcha. I always think of the weird stuff, but <laughs> I'm old and experienced, I guess. Hey, Todd, it's it's been an absolute pleasure, and I love the product. And you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to growing, seeing it grow, and going from there. And um, appreciate you being on this. No, I appreciate the time. I always enjoy talking about what we're doing, and uh, you know, thank you for letting me come on and be a guest and uh, get one more you know, one more outbound reach to uh, potential uh, customers and clients. There you go. We'll have Absolutely. you on the February of next year to ask you how you like winters in Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, That's I, a really I, good idea. I actually grew up there. I can answer that one now. I'm not a big fan, but... Uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs>
That's really great. Yes. Thank you so much, Todd. I really appreciate you coming on and informing us and enlightening us on Flack. And then also I'd like to give a big shout out to Ariva.com where we do flat fee, rebate. We deal with buyers, sellers, mortgages, the whole thing. Fred has 40 years of experience with all of it. And um, we look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thanks all so much.